Well, hello there, everybody. This is Rudd with The Practical Woodsman. This episode of the show is an adaptation of a video that I put up on YouTube and Rumble. If you'd like to see that entire video, you can, of course, subscribe to me on YouTube and Rumble. I hope you will. It was primarily intended as a vi as video content, but I've done my best to adapt it here for an audio-only listening audience, and I hope you enjoy. In this episode of The Practical Woodsman, we're going to be talking all about solar chargers, solar panels, power banks, and all of these things as they relate to what you need to know in order to prepare a bug out bag, a, an emergency bag, if you're going to be in a disaster area, if society collapses, those sorts of things. Everything you need to take into consideration and be aware of when it comes to these solar panels, these solar chargers, these power banks. Stick around, don't go away. We have to do the musical introduction first. So hang tight, I'll be right back. Welcome back to The Practical Woodsman. I'm Rhett, the creator and host of The Practical Woodsman. That's right. It's my genius which has brought this all into existence. I wanted to talk about solar chargers, solar panels, solar chargers. As you guys can see here, I got several spread out, spread out before me. You know, we're living in the future, aren't we? Where you can just take a solar panel with you out into the wilderness or you can pack one into your bug out bag and you don't have to worry about a thing ain't that right is that right well that's sort of what we're going to be talking about in this episode of the show um, I've got lots of different solar chargers solar panels and there's different things to keep in mind with them that we're going to talk about let me show off some of the ones I've got here this uh, solar panel right here or this solar battery solar charger solar power bank if you want to call it that is the the model that I prefer to keep in my bug out bags I keep them everywhere so I've got four or five of these things and what it is is it's a power bank with solar panels built into it uh, do these really work we're going to talk about that I'm going to show them, I'm going to demonstrate these, and we're going to do some tests on them, just see how practical they are for everyday use. So there's one style of power bank, and that is, I'm, I think, I can't see it, the print is too small, but I think it's 28,000 milliamp hours or something like that. Uh, these are very nice. I, I, I like them for emergencies. I've even taken them backpacking, but on their own, are they sufficient? We'll find that out in this episode. You might have seen some of these power banks here they don't have multiple solar panels they've just got a solar panel on the back and this also is a hardy 42,800 milliamp hour power bank solar power bank supposedly theoretically it's 42,800 milliamp hours I'm not sure I believe that but um, it is a lipolymer battery and that makes them lighter 
makes them more compact. The other type is a um, lithium ion. So those are the two types, uh, lithium ion and lipolymer. And the lipolymers have their benefits. They're usually lighter. They can usually fit into different form factors and that sort of thing. Whereas the uh, lithium ions are usually a little bit heavier and uh, have to adhere to a certain shape from what I understand. But anyway, we're going to talk about this battery here or this solar power bank here and its benefits and its, its pros and its cons. Let me show you the other panels I've got. I've got this 40 watt solar charger from Lyarba. I'd never heard of them, but I like the 40 watt and I liked, I liked the, the make of this thing. And I actually, I have not tested this out at all. I've not plugged anything into it. It's not been out in the sun, so you guys are going to get to see me uh, learning about this thing from scratch. But I really like this design in a cloth enclosure folds up almost like a, oh, what does what they call those things when we were in school? A trapper keeper. <laughs> Remember the old trapper keepers? And it's got a pocket on it so that you can keep keep the gear, cordage and stuff like that here in this pocket, which I really like. Um, and then I've got several of these Flex Solar chargers. I've got a 20 watt and I've got two 40 watts. We're going to be testing those out. Why do I have two 40 watt flex solar chargers? Because the first one I got wasn't charging. And so the company reached out to me after I left the bad review. They said, uh, what would you like us to do? Would you like us to refund you? And I said, no, don't refund me. Send me another one so I can test it out to see if maybe I just got a bad unit. And uh, so this is the new one right here that I have yet to try, I've yet to use it, and I've got the old one. We're also going to use that and just see how these two compare, and we'll get an idea of the Flex Solar 40 watt backpack and solar panels. And then I've got the Big Blue, it's a 28 watt. And uh, to be perfectly honest, to cut to the chase here, now I don't know, I haven't tested out a couple of these other ones, but I've had the most success with this Big Blue solar charger. It's only 28 watts, but let's talk about wattage here for a second. The best illustration I've ever seen for understanding electricity and wattage and amperage and volts and that sort of thing was an was a demonstration that a guy does on the internet uh, using uh, bags of water. He takes bags that are full of water and he sets them in the sink and he uses that to demonstrate watts, volts, and amps and so the bags of water in themselves that quantity of electricity would be considered watts it's just a an amount of electricity a, a portion of electricity then he takes a weight and he puts it on top of the bag and of course that squeezes the water in the bags and he says that that is volts volts is pressure put on the watts put on the electricity source and then what he did was he poked a hole in the bag and the stream coming out of the bag because of the pressure of the volts on the watts that is to say the pressure of the weight on the bag of water was making the water squirt out and he said that that is amps and then he collected some of that some of that that water that was spraying out of that bag he collected it in his hand and then he held it up to the camera and he said look here's some watts of electricity again it's a quantity of electricity that you've got access to 
so that's was helpful for me in understanding what what watts are what watts are here's another interesting thing to keep in mind is that uh, I'm not an expert in electricity I'll tell you that right now I'm not an electrician I'm sure there's electricians out there who are going to be correcting me and you're welcome to do that because honestly I acknowledge the fact that um, my my understanding is very uh, limited and modest but according to my understanding when you plug for example your cell phone into your wall outlet the only thing that's required for that phone charge is 20 20 watts so uh, when you're plugging into the wall outlet you're expecting 20 watts for the charge on your phone or a power bank or anything like that the reason why that's important is because these solar panels none of them are 100% efficient so if you have for example this flex solar 20 watt solar panel uh, you're not going to get the power of charge like you would from a from your wall unit from like your wall outlet even though it says it's 20 watts and even though if you're plugging into your wall you'd be drawing on 20 watts of electricity or you'd be accessing 20 watts of electricity that's not necessarily so if you've got a solar panel that it's 20 watts because again they're they're never 100 percent efficient so if i take this 20 watt solar charger out into the sun I might be able to get five, access five, eight watts of electricity. And so I think that's why the big blue here has always hit the, the sweet spot for me. If you line it up well in the sun, then that a- a- excess 28 watts rather than 20, just that little bit of excess there allows you to draw more closely the amount of watts or access more closely the amount of wattage that you would from a wall outlet. And that was why I started ordering these 40 watt chargers because I said, well, if that's true for 28 watts, then for 40 watts, even in low sunlight or less than stellar sunlight, I should be able to draw the maximum amount of wattage that that is possible to charge my power bank or to charge my phone or whatever, things like that. So I'm interested in seeing what's better, this Liarba, 40 watt solar charger or this flex solar and we're going to run some tests on these i'm going to actually take these out into the sun we're going to hook them to some power banks and everything like that and uh, we're going to time them now the way we're going to do this is we're going to use a very large so this would be something like i would take out into the woods not necessarily this one here i would probably take this right here anytime i go into the woods or if i wanted to keep it in a a bug out bag or something like that the reason and this is actually my favorite power bank right here but the reason why i wouldn't take it is because it's not designed specifically for the outdoors so you can see that like all the ports are wide open to the weather and all that but i'll tell you what i really like about this power bank is that it has a digital readout which tells you exactly the the power remaining in the power bank so right now it's at 68 percent we're going to actually drain this <laughs> some i want to get this drained and work with a lower number and we're just going to test out these these different uh solar chargers using this power bank now that's another thing i want to tell you a lot of folks if you're not used to this sort of thing i know a lot of you out there know know these things well already but there's a lot of people who don't and there's a lot of people who would like to get their bug out bags or their emergency bags 
well prepared and know how to do that. You always want to have a power bank. You, you never want to be trying to charge your phone directly off of your solar panels or your solar chargers. Why is that? Well, there's a couple of reasons. For one reason, you want to be able to be on the move. Remember that my the premise that I'm always working with, if you folks are new to this channel, I'm a preparedness guy. I'm a preparedness, survival, bushcraft, that sort of thing guy. And so the premise I'm always working on is that you're on the move. And I'm a year-round wilderness backpacker, which means that backpacking is the model that I'm using always for a survival situation. In fact, I was just watching the other day uh, World War Z, that Brad Pitt movie, the zombie movie. And uh, he, the, the character that he plays there is a, is a guy of uh, a lot of experience being in war zones and in uh, disaster areas and stuff like that. And what he said in the movie that, that stood out to me, he says that people who stay put don't usually make it. It's the people who stay on the move. You got to keep moving uh, are the ones that tend to fare better. And uh, he was talking to a Mexican family there. He had to switch to Spanish. Hay que moverse. Tienes que seguir moviéndose. No se puede quedar en tan solo un lugar. Tiene que moverse. And so the, the message is you got to keep moving. And people who move stay typically fare better. So that is the premise I'm working with in a situation where society is collapsing or anything like that. Or you're in a true survival situation or in a, a disaster situation you want to be able to keep moving you want to be mobile so that's the big mistake I see people who talk about these things it's the big mistake I see most of them making is their idea is that they're going to hole up somewhere and stay there and just kill anybody that gets around them right they stock up on ammunition and all that stuff that's not my approach my approach is to be on the move and so because that is my mindset. You, that's the premise I'm always working on. And that's the premise we're going to be talking about with these solar panels as, to, as far as how practical really are they? Do they allow you to continue moving? Well, that go, brings us back to the, these power banks. So imagine you don't have the power bank, but you want to charge your telephone, or you want to charge your GPS, or you want to charge your radio, or you want to charge your flashlight or anything like that and you're relying on plugging directly into a solar panel to directly charge the phone or the radio or whatever whatever thing it is you're charging it means you're stuck there now I know you've seen these videos or these pictures of folks hanging these solar panels off the back of their backpacks and hiking all day and then they get into camp and they've got a full charge on something that doesn't that's not true I'm, I'm telling you from experience that doesn't work because when you're hanging the solar panel off the back of your backpack you're drawing a very small charge I mean it's almost the charge that you get doing that is almost completely irrelevant I did it not long ago on a backpacking trip and I got into camp and this this was with the big blue 28 watts brilliantly sunny day in snow so you know you've got light reflecting off all that snow and I hiked through that all day long Got into camp that night, and I bet you I didn't get but 8% charge on my power bank. So that's what I'm saying, how, how irrelevant 
uh, that is. It, it really doesn't work that way. These solar panels need to be stationary and facing direct sunlight in order to really get the maximum charge to really be worth your trouble to be carrying it at all. The second reason why you don't want to be charging your devices directly from the solar panel. When these solar panels get hot, a lot of them shut down. Not only that, but your device, your phone can't be sitting out in the sun. So typically what you'll have to do is you'll have to shield it behind the solar panel. Even then it can get hot. And I, there's some tricks for that. A lot of the reviews that you'll see, for example, on the internet of people using these solar panels and they say, oh, my, my phone overheated and stuff like that, is that they're setting the solar panel down like on the hood of a car. They're setting it down on concrete. Now, what do you know about concrete and steel? Well, if the area around a sheet of steel gets hot, what happens to the spot in the middle, like where your solar panel is? Well, that it seeps. The heat seeps through that medium, right? Through the steel. And the same thing happens on concrete. If You may be setting your solar panel out on concrete, and you may be shielding your phone underneath the solar panel, but that's not going to keep your phone from overheating because the concrete all around there is heating up and then that heat is seeping through the concrete. So one thing I've learned that is very effective for preventing that is to set my solar panels out on the ground, out on grass. If you've got grass or vegetation, that is fantastic because the heat absorbs into the ground but it doesn't um, spread then into the area where you've shielded your phone or your your power bank or whatever. It stays nice and cool underneath there. So keep that in mind. Think about where you're setting your solar panel. Are you, are you setting it on a, a material or a medium that uh, will absorb heat and seep that into areas where you're trying to keep something cool? The natural ground is the best with vegetation, with grass. So um, that's the second thing, that a lot of these solar panels, they shut down. They stop working when they get too hot, which is ridiculous to me, but that's what they do. Let's go back to this Flex Solar here. We'll just use the 20 watt. With this Flex Solar design, it's got, it's got a really nice design, but do you see where the, the panel is, where you plug into? As you can see, that is fixed to the body of the solar panel. And what I believe happens is that when the solar panel gets super hot, and it can take the heat, but I'm not certain that this electronic port system here can take that heat. So when the, the panel itself gets hot, that heat seeps through this material into this electronic little, little, little electronic box. And I don't think that the little electronic box can handle that amount of heat. And I think that affects its charge. So that's my theory on that. I hope you understand the two reasons why you don't want to charge directly from your solar panel, your, your portable solar panel or emergency solar panel. For one, you want to be on the move. So if you stop for lunch or something like that, you're on foot and you stop for lunch or something like that, you don't want to be dependent on the, the half hour or so that you've got there to charge your phone. The second thing is it's very hard to shield your phone or your radio or your GPS or whatever it is you're trying to charge directly from the solar panel. It's better to plug into a power bank with a long enough cord that you can maybe keep the power bank in the shade or you can shield it behind it in grass. But whatever 
you get, you see, you're, you're storing that for later use. So if you have to s- scoop everything up and get going, then you're, ca- you're carrying your power with you, the power that you've reserved, you've saved in your power bank. And so later at a more convenient time when things are less dangerous or you don't need to be moving so much, you can stop and have that power, even in the dark, to plug your phone in and then get your charge then, not in the middle of times when you've really got to be mobile. So that's my advice. Always make sure you're carrying a power bank. With that said, we're going to use this one power bank here. It is a 32,000 milliamp hour power bank. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to drain this sucker down a little bit. Once we get it down to a low, you know, once we drain it a little bit, then we will start hooking these power banks up and we will set them out in the sun or these power solar panels. I mean, we'll start connecting this to these solar panels. And what we'll do is we'll leave them out there for each for like a half hour in the same amount of sunlight in the same conditions. And then we will see how many percentage points our power bank has jumped using each individual power bank or solar panel. How about if we get started on that? What do you say? All right, so what we're gonna do here is we're gonna drain this battery here. It's at 68%. I'd like to get her down to like around 10%, something like that. But what we're also gonna do is we're gonna drain these batteries, these power banks here, because I wanna be able to demonstrate to you how long it takes just like this out in the sun to get any significant charge. Uh, we'll do the same thing with this one, okay? So I've got a couple of fans here, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna plug into these fans, and we're gonna run them off these power banks, and that should give us a nice drain on the battery, on the power bank, as you might prefer to call them. So we'll turn the fan on high, and we'll also, this one has a light. So we'll keep the light on, we'll run the fan on high, and that should give us a nice power drain so that then later we can do our tests on these things. Just real quick, something I didn't get to finish telling you earlier on. I mentioned that I wouldn't take this out into the woods with me or keep in a, uh, a bug out bag or, or an emergency bag because it's not made for the outdoors. You see all the ports are wide open. That's where these excel. They've got a few extras on them, like they've got a light so you can use that light if you don't have a flashlight on you. But also, all the ports are sealed, so there's a waterproofness to these, and they're specifically designed for outdoors. These are the kinds of things that I would recommend for emergency bags, bug out bags, backpacking, uh, time out in the woods, traveling on foot anywhere. Uh, I, I like that. I like that they're sealed like that. It's true for this one too. It's completely sealed off all the ports and everything so that those can't get damaged or get water into them and, and then be useless in an emergency situation. All right, let's get this going again. We're gonna plug this in, well, before we do that. I'll tell you what, I'm having to get pretty creative to try to drain these batteries because uh, these batteries are pretty robust. They got a lot of juice in them. So I got this battery here hooked to the fan and the light. I'm trying to drain this one using my iPad while playing a movie. And uh, this one also, light fan going on. You see the power indicator there. It doesn't have 
percentage it's just got a light read out there so that's what we're working with i'd like to get that down a couple couple bars we need to to be able to measure the ability of the solar panels to charge these things all right we've got this power bank here find that down to 50 percent and that's uh, enough for us to be able to measure things i think it'll if we do this in half hour increments for each of these solar panels i think that'll be just fine and dandy so uh let's get let's start with the big blue that's the 28 watt solar charger we're going to plug that in put her out in the sun let her sit there for a half hour and come back and see what our percentage has jumped up to now remember the capacity of this thing does matter when we're talking about percentage so the capacity is 32,000 milliamp hours the reason why that matters is because if we were just doing a power bank that was 10,000 milliamp hours then the percentage would jump significantly more in a half hour than a power bank with this capacity because the percentages are going to be all different you know 10 percent off this battery is not at all the same as what would be 10 percent off of a 10,000 milliamp battery so keep that in mind this is a high capacity power bank that we're plugging into so let's uh let's see what happens so just like i mentioned earlier you notice i don't have that sitting on the blocks i don't have that sitting on concrete i don't have that sitting on anything where once a portion of it heats up that heat seeps through the medium vegetation is the best and that is nice and cool and that's going to stay nice and cool as long as that's in the shade I realize that's flickering right there, but it's charging. It's currently at 50%. I'm looking at my watch here. It is, it's about 12, 10. All right, so we'll come back in 30 minutes, see what kind of percentage jump we see. All right, it's been 30 minutes. Let's check her out. Not bad, not bad. 28 watt solar charger. In 30 minutes popped us up to 57 percent now you might think that's not a lot but you got to imagine if this were only a, a 10,000 milliamp hour battery pack uh that would have that probably be like a 25 30 percent jump on that on a 10,000 milliamp power bank this power bank is 32,000 milliamp hours so that's significant that is really significant for this 28 watt solar charger now another thing i didn't mention which you got to keep in mind also is the output of these things can you see this Let's see if you can see that so it's putting out 2.4 amps so remember the illustration that we used at the beginning you got two bags of water that's the watts you put a weight on top of the water so that now the bag is pressurized it's trying to push that water out those are volts you poke a hole in the bag and what pops out amps so this would be like the water spraying out of the bag the max you can get is 2.4 now let's take a look at um, some of those other solar chargers and see what their output is on this new flex solar it doesn't say it doesn't say what the what it is hmm Okay, I looked right by this. It does say what the amps are. 5 volt, 3 amp. So I reckon that's supposedly giving us 3 amps. I'm, I'm curious to see how this flex...
Flex Solar does next. So this is the new Flex Solar charger. Let's check it out. It's never been used. And let's see how, how she does. Let's remember where we're leaving off. We're leaving off at, it's 57% is what it says. So we're, we're picking back up at 57%. We're gonna leave this out here for 30 minutes and see what happens. Again, notice how I've got that down there. It's amazing when you're using vegetation as your, the platform where you're putting your thing, just that shade will protect that from intense heat because it doesn't bleed. The heat doesn't bleed into here. You know, right there, it's very warm. Right here, it's very cool. So we're just gonna leave that there for 30 minutes. Let's see what time it is. All right, it is five to one. All right, I realize that there's a lot of noise in the background here. That's uh, by necessity because I've got these fans going. We're trying to drain some of these batteries, remember? Real quick, while we've got the Flex Solar 40 watt out there charging that power bank, I wanted to talk to you for a second about the different types of build of these solar panels. We've got two here that have this cloth design. And I'm pretty fond of this cloth design. Let me tell you why. It all goes back to heat absorption and heat dissipation. These flex solar solar panels are made out of this very thick kind of rubbery material, rigid rubbery material, very simple, but very, they seem very robust. And so when I first started examining these flex solar solar panels, I thought that seems like it could take a lot of abuse. Uh, and that was why I invested in them. Now here's something that I did not foresee happening. Like I said again, heat absorption. Because of the material, the whole thing, when it's sitting out in a, on a hot day in the hot sun, this gets very hot. And earlier, like I said, the solar panels can handle that. But I ain't so certain about the, the electronic unit that you plug into that is actually fixed right to the body of this thing. So if you could imagine the intense heat that this thing absorbs because of the material that it's made out of, it just absorbs a lot of heat. That heat has to transfer into this, this box unit here, this electronic unit that you plug into to charge your devices. So that's why I'm particularly, fa particularly fond of these cloth style units. They, they may not seem as robust as the, the Flex Solar, this rubbery material, and I'm sure they're not as robust. But even though they might not be as robust, these suckers do a good job of absorbing and dissipating heat because of this cloth design. You, you set this out there for a long time and the panels can take the heat but everything around it, that cloth, is dissipating the heat that these panels absorb. That's a really nice aspect of these types of solar panels. I, I really think that in the long run these are much superior to solar panels like this that are built on a, like a rubbery solid material for that reason. So we've already done the test here with, and it performed outstandingly for a 28 watt solar panel. Now we're going to take a look, see, once, once this other flex solar, we get, we get done with that, and I think we're going to test out the, uh, the other 40 watt flex solar that I've got. But as soon as we get the, flex, the 40 watt flex solars out of the way, we're going to test out this 
40 watt Liarba or Liarba solar panel which has the cloth design and I'm going to be interested in seeing if that cloth design does not contribute to a better charge the way that it absorbs the heat and dissipates dissipates that heat and keeps it away from the electronic box that you're plugging into to charge these things so that's the conversation I want to have with you there was something else I wanted to talk to you about oh while we're at it so we're trying to drain this this battery here I've got it plugged in actually now to both fans to kind of speed the process up but man it's trucking along uh, the thing about these two things the reason why I love them also the reason why I don't love them something that you should keep in mind because the solar panels is attached to the actual battery pack the actual power bank there is no way to shield the power bank while the solar panels take the full brunt of the sun that's a real drawback to these things you understand what I'm saying the only thing you can do is set this whole unit out in the sun well your the power bank itself then is sitting in the direct sunlight just by necessity of its design and when this thing overheats it shuts off it stops charging so you say well then it's worthless well no it ain't worthless that's that only happens on really hot days I've used these in the winter time and they never shut off in the colder months these are great to just sit out in the direct sunlight and just leave them there but another consideration for bug out bags or emergency bags and stuff like that is that you want redundancies built into your approach to things so I always think if my solar panel fails me then well let me let's put it this way here's a power bank that's just a power bank let's say that you lose your solar panel now your power bank is worthless you've got because it's not solar you've got no way to recharge this and so it's finite right if you're out on foot if you're away from home in a disaster area or something like that and you're dependent on a backup power supply well then it's finite you're going to run out this is eventually going to run down your flashlights then are going to be useless your phone's going to be useless your GPS is going to be useless all these things are going to be useless if you don't have some way to recharge this on the go so that's why I like these they're not perfect but if I were to lose my solar panel then these can charge themselves it takes a lot longer time a whole lot longer but they can do it and I like that another thing is let's say that the, these solar panels don't work then I can always supplement it with a standalone solar panel um, another thing to consider is that you can open this wide open combined with a solar panel like this so you can run both at the same time is what I'm saying this can be charging itself by its own solar panels but you can also open up a standalone solar panel plug into it and now you've got both both solar panel systems drawing sunlight and powering this thing up it, you know whatever time it would take just to charge this thing on its own you can triple that that time that speed with a standalone solar panel so that's why I like these they're they offer some security that if anything goes wrong with your solar panel they can still charge themselves if they have to at a much much slower rate but they can still do it and that's that's how I feel about this one too you see it doesn't have the mini panels it's only got one which means this will charge ridiculously slower than this one will with its fold-out solar panels 
But whether it takes a week or not, it can do it. These non-solar power banks can't do it. So I've stopped buying these non-solar power banks altogether. There's no reason to own these when you can own power banks that actually have solar built into them. And then you combine that with your solar panels, and man, they work great. Was there anything else I wanted to talk about while I've got you all here? And we're waiting for this Flex Solar to finish. Well, I think that's enough for now. We're about to go out and check on this Flex Solar and see how she's doing. And uh, we'll be right back. Something I wanted to talk to you all about. A lot of you will say, oh, come on. This guy's talking down to me like I don't know this. Well, a lot of people don't know it. So that's why I'm going to explain it to you. While we're, we've got just a few more minutes left on this Flex Solar Charger. Your question might be, wouldn't it be better to lay this thing down flat? To lay the solar panel down flat? And the answer is yes, it would be better if it's noon and you live on the equator. Then it would be best to lay it down flat. You got to think about where you're at on the planet. I'm in the northern hemisphere. That means that the sun is circling you know, around the equator. That means it's further south than me. The sun is over there. That's south. When you're laying these things down flat, that's not going to get the most effective, draw the most effective power uh, from the sun. The best way to draw the power from the sun is to tilt it so that it's facing slightly south. And that way it's taking as much of the brunt of the sunlight that it, that it can. So that's why I've got it tilted like this. The sun is actually directly in front of me right now. That's why I can't look at you with my eyes open. So that's something to keep in mind. If you're in the southern hemisphere, then the opposite would be true. You know, you'd want to tilt that thing slightly north to get the most sunlight. So you know the company North Face. The reason why it's named North Face is because it's a northern hemisphere company. And the mountains in the northern hemisphere, because the sun is shining from the south, the north side of the mountain is usually shadowed. And so snow there doesn't melt. It's much more treacherous usually on the north side of a mountain in the northern hemisphere. Uh, that's just a little bit of trivia there that I thought you'd find interesting. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how this turns out. All right, let's, uh, when I come back, this Flex Solar 40 watt should be done and we'll throw the, the other 40 watt Flex Solar on here in its place. All right, time's up on this 40 watt. Let's check her out. 61%. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? <laughs> That's pathetic. That's pathetic. 61%. Do you remember what we went to from that 28-watt uh, big blue? We went from 50% to 57%. This has been out here for a half hour, this 40-watt, and it's going from 57% only to 61%. And it's almost got, it's got 12 watt greater capacity unbelievable it's pathetic all right let's wrap this up and uh instead of trying out that other flex solar what i want to do is i want to try that other cloth 40 watt i think we're going to get an amazing a much more amazing performance out of it and let me tell you this this is extremely hot and that has, to, that has to be affecting that. It has to be. It's very, very hot. And it'll take a long time, even though it's not in the sun anymore. It'll take a long time for it to dissipate that heat. Look at this. That is pathetic. 
from 57% to only 61% in a half hour. And the big blue, which is 28 watts, went from 50 to 57% in the same amount of time. <sighs> I'll tell you, the flex solars are, I don't think I can recommend them. All right, let's do this. Uh, this is the next one we're gonna try here. This Liarba, it's made, it's the cloth design that I like so much that I think dissipates heat. We'll see how it does. All right, remember what we're starting out at. We're starting out at 61% on this, all right? We'll see where we end up in 30 minutes. All right, it's 30 minutes later. And this, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. I, I have high hopes. Let's see what we're up to. Well, <laughs> it's kind of disappointing. It's only up to 66%. Do you know what that means? That means that so far, that big blue 28 watt is crushing all of these other solar panels. That's what that means. Let's take this in. Switch to a different solar panel. Yeah, so something to think about with this, the Arba. What I wanted to tell you is that is extremely hot. That, I can't even hold my hand there. But around it, it's nice and cool. That's what I like about that cloth design. I, I think it's superior. It's, by the way, the cloth design is a thousand times lighter than this rubbery design. That, that's quite heavy. I mean, it is very heavy, this rubbery flex solar. And these cloth design solar panels, just by nature, are much, much lighter. Now, as a curiosity, uh, let's just go ahead and test out the 20 watt flex solar and see how, see how it does. I've had, I've had this in my personal bug out bag just because it's light, but uh, it's, um, I think I'm gonna replace everything with those big blue 28 watts because uh, nothing has come close to them yet. This Liarba, the one we just got done testing, didn't come close, so it went from 61% to 66%, but the big blue, which is much lighter, <laughs> much lighter, much more compact, and it is 28 watts, went from 50% to 57%. So it actually did better than the 40 watt solar charger did. Anyway, let's uh, let's hook up to this one, this 20 watt, just kind of, you know, as a curiosity and see how it does. Okay, for this 20 watt flex solar, we're starting off at 20, uh, 66%. So let's see how much we climb from 66% in a half hour with this 20 watt flex solar. Okay, now while we're doing that 20 watt flex solar, I think we've drained, dropped that two notches, two, uh, two bars. And also this one, we've dropped it down by two bars. So we're gonna see, I'm just gonna show you, we're gonna leave this out in the sun, not for a half hour, because a half hour wouldn't be enough to even see a difference in that, nor would it be enough to see a difference with this. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna go set them out there in the grass. We're just gonna leave them out there for the entire rest of the day. Let me tell you what time it is. It is, I can't see that. It's about 2.10. So at the end of the day, once there's no more sun, we will check back on these and see if we even get one bar to climb on either one. Now see, something to keep in mind with these. This one right here, 
Do you remember what I said will happen when you got the power bank right in the sun? If that gets too hot, that will stop charging. And this one will too. All right, I've had to move these around a little bit because the, the day's kind of getting long in the tooth. And uh, so I'm gonna try to keep those in the sunlight as the day goes on and progresses. But uh, here is the Flex Solar 20 watt. <laughs> I'm real curious to see if we even moved an inch on this. Well, we did. It's reading 68% right now. So we went from 66% to 68%. And can you believe that that little 20 watt is as effective as the Flex Solar 40 watt? That's unbelievable. 30 minutes on the 20 watt charger took us from 66, 67, 68, 2% in a half hour. And uh, the 40 watt took us from 57% to 61%. So, well, I reckon that's about right, ain't it? The 20 watt did about half as good as the 40 watt. But the 20 watt don't weigh 30 pounds. <laughs> you know, I'm exaggerating. The 40 watt doesn't weigh 40 pounds, but it ain't light, that's for sure. That's extremely hot. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that's not charging. Yeah. You see that? You see what it's doing? I don't know if it's showing up on the camera, but that's just flashing. The, like the whole the whole panel there is flashing. That means it's overheated. It's shut down. So this isn't even any isn't even charging anymore. Boy, that'd really put a hair in your biscuit, wouldn't it? If you were depending on that for your life. You know, some emergency, you're trying to get in touch with family, you don't know if they're okay or anything, and your emergency backup which is supposed to work out in the sun, won't even work out in the sun because it can't handle heat. That's, uh, that's why these things are really their best use is in cooler months. Wonder if the same can be said for this one here. Well, this one actually says that it's charging. So it's not, it hasn't overheated and it hasn't stopped working. Did we get any charge on this at all while it was sitting out there? Let's see, one click, should show us, nope, didn't even get one bar of power from the time it's been out in the sun. Now granted, it's only been out there for about an hour, but that's exactly what I was telling you happens. There's no way to shield this from the sun, so it can't handle the heat that these can. And as soon as it gets too hot, it just stops charging. That's what has happened here. Maybe as the day cools down, I'll put it back out again. What's well, at the temperature of the day where I reckon this is just fine. It's charging, it's not overheating, but uh, you know, the sun ain't as strong this time of the day either. So not too long ago, I told a little fib. I reckon it wasn't really a fib, it was just false information. It is not actually 80 degrees here today. No, I'm looking at the thermometer over there and it says it's 84 degrees right now. So it must have been 85, 86 when I said it was 80 degrees. Alexa, what is 84 degrees Fahrenheit in Celsius? So about 29 degrees Celsius. So even though it's October, even though it's autumn here, uh, it was scorcher day. Scorcher, definitely Indian summer going on here. Well, did you learn anything from the program? I hope you did. 
even if you're somebody who knows this stuff a million times better than I do, I know you folks are out there, I hope that uh, I perhaps gave you some things to think about in regards to philosophy behind preparing a bug out bag with solar power in mind. Let's just kind of do a review here of some of the conclusions I reached. Well, first of all, what we need to do is see if we got a single bar charge on this. No, it didn't. We did not get even a single bar of charge on this power bank, which has the solar panels, the foldable solar panels built into it. We did not get a single charge just using the, the solar panels that are built into it. Now, uh, that is not to say you can't. As I s told you earlier, I did do this one time. It was in cooler temperatures, so I could set it right out in the, the blazing sun without worrying about it overheating or anything. And I think it took three days, three and a half days, but I charged it from almost zero to a full charge with only the solar panels that, it's, that are built into it. So you, remember, you folks remember at the beginning I said that this is my preference to have in my emergency bags, even though, like I said, it's not perfect and it has problems overheating in the sun, in the direct sun. The fact that it can charge itself at all in a reasonable amount of time makes it better than other alternatives, I think. Particularly if you're carrying a spare solar panel, you know, that does not have the power bank built into it. So if you're carrying this and this, that is the magic combination in my opinion. 28 watt big blue solar charger, absolutely hands down the winner in all of the testing we did today, hands down. In fact, it performs so much better than all of these other chargers, these other solar panels I should say, that I think I'm gonna get rid of all these solar panels and completely re replace all of my bag, all the solar panels I, I have, I'm just gonna replace them with these 28 watt big blue solar chargers because it worked so well as it exceeded my expectations so much I thought for sure that this Liarba 40 watt solar charger which is kind of styled the same way you know it's styled with the the cloth enclosure I thought for sure it was going to knock the big blue out of the water and it didn't it, it did perform not too bad but it did not perform as well as the big blue 28 watt. Wow, what a what a thing! This, look at the size difference too here. There's the Liarba, and there's the the big blue. You see the size difference? The big blue fits into a pack so much better. It's so much lighter, and it it works so much more efficiently. I mean, surprisingly more efficiently than all of these other chargers. So anyway, that would be my recommendation to anybody. It's certainly what I'm going to go with. I'm going to carry one of these power banks that has its own solar panels that fold out along with the 28-watt Big Blue solar charger from now on. What can I say about these Flex Solars? Well, because the, the company was so kind to send me a replacement, no questions asked, and without any need on my part, to jump through any frustrating hoops. I hate to talk bad about them, so, you know, I'm not talking bad about them when I tell you the truth about them. The truth is, they're very well made, but they're very heavy, and they're 
charging capabilities leave a lot to be desired. Leave a lot to be desired. But, you know, I, as far as the company goes, them reaching out to me and sending me in a replacement within days, the customer service can't be beat. So if you want to deal with somebody who just has fantastic customer service, well then by all means I would recommend Flex Solar. They, they were tremendous as far as their customer service goes. But the product itself is flawed. I, I hate to say it's got a very slow charge to it. The Liarba charged faster. Not by a whole lot, but it did charge faster. And I'll tell you what, if you were going to buy a Flex Solar, this 20 watt, the 20 watt version, is not terrible. Uh, I, I was really surprised. The, the re so here, here's the thing. It charges exactly half as powerfully as the 40 watt version, right? So why do I, why am I okay with the 20 watt version but not too okay with the 40 watt version? Well, because the 40 watt version is tremendously heavy. I mean, look how thick that thing is. It's very heavy. And the 20 watt is not. Man, it's so compact and nice. It's like carrying a, a few manila folders. Uh, that's about what it feels like in your hand. The 40 watt is a beast. It is heavy. But again, my choice is going to be with the Big Blue 28. It's You, you just couldn't, can't beat it. I, I'm amazed at how well this thing does. And it's actually the oldest charger that I own. All these others are new. I've had this one for a whole year or so. Very impressed with the Big Blue 28 watt solar charger. I think it hits a sweet spot. Why would you... So even though the Big Blue 28 watt does what I want it to do, why might you go instead with a 40 watt charger? Because you might want to charge more devices at one time. I don't want to do that. That's not what we tested today. We didn't test for that. So the 40 watt chargers would be better equipped to be charging multiple devices all at one time. That's why you might decide to go with a 40 watt portable solar panel rather than the 28 watt big blue solar charger. If in your philosophy of preparing a bug out bag or an emergency bag and what situations you want to be prepared for, if in that philosophy you foresee yourself wanting to be able to charge many devices at one time, then you might want to go ahead and go with the 40 watt solar charger. But as you learn today, that doesn't fit into my philosophy because what I'm doing is I'm charging a power bank, which then later I will use that power bank to charge multiple devices. Remember, I'm not charging anything except for a power bank directly off of my solar panel. My approach is to put electricity into a power bank, power bank that holds a significant amount of milliamp hours, and then if I want to charge multiple devices, flashlights, headlamp, telephone, stuff like that, I can do it directly off of the power bank itself. So that's that's my approach to the thing. I don't think I need a 40 watt solar charger moving forward. I think 28 Big Blue is the sweet spot. It's a shame if some of these other companies don't have a 28 watt that, that charges as efficiently as the Big Blue. But I, I'm so impressed with it. And, very happy that we got to do this today. I hope you all learned something and um, really appreciate you joining me here for the, the Practical Woodsman. Do me a favor, hit like down there. That uh, does good for you. It does good for me, but it also does good for other people who are searching for this type of content. So I appreciate it. 
and uh, I'll see you the next time. You guys take care of yourselves.